Welcome to the Authorpreneur Mindset, a podcast about the writer's life and what it takes to become successful, both traditionally and as an indie. It's a podcast that takes a look at the business aspect of the publishing industry and picks it apart. If you enjoy the show and want more, you can sign up for the Steam Power Dreams mailing list to receive emails with valuable information right in your inbox. Just head over to steampowerdreams.com slash authorpreneurmindset to sign up now. Robots, algorithms, and artificial intelligence run everything around us. We rely on them to wake us up in the morning, get us where we need to go, and even do our job for us. Yet, the publishing industry has been mostly untouched by artificial intelligence, right? Well, that's not exactly true. In fact, AI is becoming more and more important for publishing and will only continue to change the way we read and write. At least until the inevitable robot uprising comes. Before we get into our today's topic, I have some announcements for Steam Power Dreams. Some exciting ones, actually. Sometime around the start of the year, we're going to be doing specialty t-shirts for writers. We're going to start pretty small, with just three designs av- available, but the plan is to ex- eventually expand to book and author quotes, as well as other gear like totes, mugs, and more. Also, we're actually running a survey to help us research writer habits. If you'd like to be part of the vit, just head over to steampowerdreams.com slash writer survey and add your name to the list. That's about all I have to share right now, but we do have some big announcements coming up in the next month or two, so stay tuned for those. As for industry news, two stories struck me as interesting this month. The first is that the future of Barnes & Noble is back up in the air, as the deal that was supposed to happen with W.H. Smith fell through. All hope isn't lost on the deal, but it's not looking good. With this deal falling through, it's seeming less and less like Barnes & Noble is going to be a part of our future, unfortunately. The other story is a bit more interesting. The first set of tiny books have been released by Dutton. It's a Penguin Random House imprint. And these mini books fit in one hand and really are true pocket books. Of course, this is just an experiment right now, but it could definitely change the way physical publishing works for both fiction and nonfiction. One of the first authors to be aboard on this is John Green. Some of the books that are going to be for sale under his name are The Fault in Our Stars, Looking for Alaska, An Abundance of Catherine's Paper Towers. They're going to be sold for about $12 each, or you can get all of them for $48. They're going to be sold in major chains like Barnes & Noble, at least for now, Walmart and Target, as well as independent bookstores, and I'm sure you'll be able to find them online as well. The size of the books are just under 6 inches by just under 4 inches, so really small. Definitely great books to put in your pocket and read pretty much anywhere you can read on your cell phone. Probably won't change that much about people's reading habits, but it's definitely an interesting look into the future of print publishing. But that's not why we're here today. We're here to talk about artificial intelligence. So when you think about artificial intelligence, or AI, you probably envision some science fiction world where machines can do pretty much everything. But the reality is both much simpler, yet exciting. Just a quick warning. This episode is going to be a bit more technical than my other episodes, but understanding how this technology will shape the future for writers and readers is important. We have seen amazing advancements over the past 40 years, from the creation of the internet to a world where everything is connected all the time. We have machines that not only can play games of strategies such as chess, but win against world champions. The most recent of these AI chess-playing machines is named AlphaZero and is by Google. It wasn't taught how to play the game but instead learned how to play without human aid. Oh, and did I mention it's also a master of Go and Shogi? 
It's not a one-trick piece of technology. The concept of a machine learning can seem strange, but the truth is it's not too far-fetched if you understand the basics of machine learning. Of course, even a full podcast dedicated to machine learning wouldn't cover everything. Just know that these machines learn by asking hundreds, thousands, even hundreds of thousands of yes or no questions pretty much in an instant. It then records the data and recalls it as needed. If what it recalls is not correct or not good enough, such as in a chess move, it goes through the process again and looks for another better way. So how does this relate to you as an entrepreneur? It actually touches every single part of the process, but we're going to focus on the three main aspects in this episode, editing, audiobooks, and the algorithms. If you've ever used programs like Grammarly, then you've already had some experience with a computer reading and analyzing your writing. While this is a rudimentary use of AI, it still looks at the words, the order of the words, and a bit of the context around it to give you the feedback it gives. But imagine an AI that can actually analyze and understand not just a word or sentence, but entire paragraphs, chapters, or a book. That's exactly what Google is doing with their Google Natural Language Program. So far, it's been able to start to reveal the structure and meaning of text. It can actually understand people, places, and events, and how they relate together. It can offer suggestions on related text without the use of human inputting keywords. This process has the potential to change the way the editing process works. Right now, the standard process is you self-edit, you get a developmental editor or beta readers, you revise, you copy edit, and you're pretty much done. What Google's AI has the potential to do is eliminate the need for a lot of the technical side of this, such as syntax, grammar, and sentence structure. While self-editing will always be important for the story, there may come a time when you can put your manuscript through an AI and it comes out with perfect grammar and syntax. While still far off, this could even replace copy editing altogether. Before you get too worried about this, the one thing that AI does not have, and will probably never develop, is emotional awareness. While AI can understand context and surroundings, there's no way to program emotion and build a true connection with readers. That doesn't mean it can't mimic emotions that you're trying to convey out loud. If you've been able to experience Google's recent updated voice algorithms, you know that they're very lifelike. Ask Google a question on the Google Home and you'll get a response in a way that almost feels like you're actually talking to a person. Not only that, but the update earlier this year made it possible to have a conversation instead of just giving commands. Just ask Google Home to tell you a joke or a riddle and you'll quickly understand where I'm going with this. Google's AI uses speech inflection, pauses, and more to mimic the sound of humans. While it's not perfect, it's come a long way in a very short period of time. When you combine that with the natural language AI and the real-time translation AI, we will soon be seeing stories being read and translated, even complete novels, without a single human finger being lifted. This may or may not excite you, and you may also be wondering about all those amazingly talented audiobook narrators. Having an AI with the ability to naturally read a book won't put them out of business. It goes back to the emotion and polish that an AI just doesn't have, and won't have for the foreseeable future. There will still be demand for high-quality, human-voiced books just as there's still demand for hardcovers, despite them costing about 10 times more than an ebook, sometimes more. What the future will actually hold for audiobooks is yet to be seen, though I'm confident in saying we'll see AI-recorded audiobooks within the next few years. But another aspect of using machine learning can be found on pretty much every book-related site out there, and I'm talking about algorithms. In fact, it's not just book-related sites that use them. Most of the internet does in one way or another. Google Search is a perfect example of a complex, yet still relatively rudimentary, machine learning algorithm. You put in a search term, and you get a list of hundreds of thousands of pages back. 
Google does this by sending their little robots to scan each and every page, seeing if it can determine what it's about and if it has any value. If it does, it goes to the top, and if it doesn't, it goes to the bottom. While Google's search algorithm has come a long way from requiring websites to give their own keywords, it's only the beginning now to learn what it's actually scanning, rather than just picking up on the words on the page. Amazon is another example, and one more close to home for us. We put our books up, pick a few categories, and the recommendation algorithms start to kick in. The more people who buy our books, the more the Altobot algorithms work. In theory, this sounds great. You most likely want to read more books like the ones you've already bought. The reader can find the books based on the books they've already read. However, you'll often see off-the-wall recommendations because the algorithm doesn't understand what the books are actually about, only that there is a correlation, even if it's a small one. If you've ever bought a book as a gift, then you may have seen soon after that your recommendations were full of other similar books. That may have been the only science fiction romance involving interspecies relationships that you have ever purchased, but now Amazon thinks that's all you want. Okay, so that might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but much like Google, Amazon's algorithm is always getting better and cases such as this one are becoming more infrequent. But a fully realized machine learning AI will change the way we search and the results we get back. Because it won't see just keywords and your purchase history, but deeply understand what a book is about, it'll be able to give real recommendations to you and avoid that awkward moment when you open up Amazon in public to a page full of alien erotica recommendations for everybody to see. Unless that's your thing, then share it with the world. But maybe more than all of this, these advancements will be able to get your book into the hands of those who really want them. Of course, Google isn't the only one working on true machine learning AI. There are other websites and services that offer early versions of more advanced systems, but Google and Amazon are sure to be ahead of the game, even if it isn't apparent to us yet. So whether you're excited for AI or worried that it'll be our downfall, machines that learn similar to humans are here and they're only getting smarter. I, for one, am excited for a time when I can pick up a book in any language and have it translated in real time and read to me. Who knows, maybe one day we won't even need to type anymore. We'll just have a conversation with an AI and it'll put our thoughts into coherent, meaningful sentences to complete our manuscript. All right, that's it for today's topic. If you have any questions, there's two ways to reach me. The first is through the website steampowerdreams.com slash authorpreneurmindset and then click on ask a question. The second is if you want to join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash SPD writers helping writers. You can find the Steam Power Dreams website at steampowerdreams.com. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jeremy L. Collier. On Twitter at Soul Scribbler. And finally, on Instagram at Authorpreneur Mindset. Until next week, I'm your host, and don't forget to keep moving forward. The music for the podcast, named Funky Element, provided by Ben Sound at bensound.com.